Kia ora and welcome to The Kaka. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast that goes out with an email newsletter on Substack called The Kaka. It's for paying subscribers, but I'm opening this one up a bit earlier for all to read, listen and share because there was quite a response to yesterday's podcast and newsletter that I put out in which I suggested that the Auckland Council sell its 13 golf courses, which have been valued at $2.9 billion, and which currently cost over $160 million a year in subsidies, if you take into account the value of the, the real value of the land, to operate. That is the equivalent of $500 per round of public subsidies to golfers. The reason this has come up is that Auckland Mayor Wayne Brown has said there is a fiscal crisis that the council needs to address by selling public assets. And he's proposed selling the 18% stake that the Auckland Council has in the Auckland International Airport. This would raise about $2 billion and, says Mayor Brown, it would save around about $88 million a year in interest costs. Now, in that article, I showed how there wasn't a fiscal crisis, but that if you did believe there was a fiscal crisis and that you thought asset sales were the best way to to solve it, then actually you'd make a lot more money and save a lot more money for the council by selling the golf courses, in particular if you sold them for housing redevelopments. Now, that generated quite a response, in part from people saying, hang on a minute, Those golf courses are the lungs of the city. And if you paved them over to build lots of apartments, this would create a whole bunch of ugly slums and remove um, places that are open to the public for uh, green living, walking, breathing, playing. Um, And so I thought I'd follow this up with a piece in which I suggest how it could be uh, done in a more um, uh, appealing way uh, in terms of redeveloping golf courses for residential. The reason I'm a bit focused on this is that last week, Lynn and I uh, stayed in an apartment on a redeveloped golf course in Melbourne. This is what used to be called the Eastern Golf Club course. It's 13 kilometres away from the CBD in Melbourne. It was bought in 2011 for about 100 million Australian dollars by a company called Mervac. Mervac is a listed property development uh, ownership and uh, building company, huge company in Australia that has 26 billion dollars in assets under management and literally builds thousands of new homes each year on its own. It has a history of building lots of um, high-rise apartments, low-rise apartments, and townhouses, and is one of the biggest players in Australia. So it bought this land, 47 hectares, uh, the old eastern golf course, which was jam-packed, full of trees and fairways and open areas. And understandably, people were worried that this would be paved and apartmented, because the golf course is an area of Melbourne called Doncaster, which is quite popular, uh, particularly with recent migrants to Australia, often from China, and there's a really big shopping centre nearby. There, are, there is one particularly juicy ridge 
which has fantastic views over the rest of Melbourne. And so it's a very popular area to buy a golf course to redevelop. And the most sensible thing from an economic point of view really would be to just jam pack it full of apartments. However, uh, Mervac um, negotiated with the local council to do it in a more sensitive way. And it agreed with the council to redevelop the space mostly into uh, townhouses and to leave 30% of those 47 hectares open and free for the public to use, to walk around, to go and have picnics, um, to use brand new playgrounds and to essentially be part of the development. So this is not a gated community, it is open to the public. And it has a bunch of roads and footpaths and walking trails through what was a golf course that was, of course, limited only to members. And uh, you can see in the article that I uh, produced with this podcast a bunch of pictures that we took of what it looks like. And also there's a video with drone footage done by one of the uh, consultants for the development, which gives you a better idea of how it's turned out and uh, what the plans were. So they bought it in 2011, 47 hectares. The plan was to build over 800 homes with three major apartment blocks on the ridges, but uh, in terms of the use of the space, using far less than 10% of the course for actual apartment buildings. Most of the rest is open space and uh, um, townhouses. There are still a few empty lots, that are being redeveloped privately, they've been sold off. But the bulk of it was done by Mervac itself. So that meant it has a planned development feel to it. That doesn't mean every house looks the same. In fact, um, hardly any of them looked the same. But you could see that they were built in a carefully managed way that uh, worked with the existing environment and meant that none of the trees on the golf course were cut down. So that was one of the features um, I found uh, when walking around it with Lynn was that it looked like it had been there for a long time and that all the trees were old. And there were these big open areas of uh, bushland, scrubland, which um, the townhouses looked out onto, which included playgrounds and walking trails. It was a lovely place to be uh, if you lived there. Now, this is um, a relatively uh, expensive and posh area, if if you look at it that way. And the townhouses were in the one to two to two and a half million dollars range, two three bedroom type townhouses. The apartments were more affordable, um, a lot of them below a million dollars, around the five hundred six hundred thousand dollar mark. And uh, two of the three buildings had been built, and we we stayed in the second one that was built. It was lovely, lots of space, um, lots of courtyards. Um, certainly not a slum and relatively affordable compared with the prices that are being paid at the moment in Auckland and Wellington for new apartments. Uh, It also um, was sensitive uh, to the needs for public transport and the use of walking and cycling and the use of shared shared cars. A third um, apartment building has been put up at the moment and it looks like the final number of uh, homes to be built on this golf course is 913 and um, it looks like the developer is going to make a profit of about $700 million. Well, uh, that's the margin between how much they'll get for the homes and how much they've paid for the land. 
uh, the profit, of course, will be much smaller than that. So that's one way in which you could do development, literally sell the land to the developer and let them do the lot. There are other ways that were pointed out to me by readers after yesterday's um, article and podcast, including leasing the land uh, with a 99-year lease, in particular to build-to-rent developers. Mervac is one of those. This is where the development is really aimed at affordable living and for those who are renting permanently. And uh, that would certainly address the accusation that this would be only for the rich. Now, it's worth having a look at the full list of 13 golf courses to see which ones would actually be appropriate in Auckland to develop. Some of them, obviously, are right on the edge of town. Uh, Some of them are in very remote places. Some of them have particular restrictions on sale. So, for example, the Remuera Club, which really is the prime one, uh, that is um, currently subject to a lease that cannot be broken until 2091. So in 2016, the Remuera Golf Club heard talk of all this um, chatter about selling the, the golf club, did a special deal with the local board, which was chaired by Desley Simpson, who is now the deputy mayor and who, has seen, who represents that area and is um, from a quite conservative um, pro-National Party background. In fact, she was married at one point to... A, an MP for National Scott Simpson and is currently the partner of Peter Goodfellow, the president of the National Party, not to suggest that she isn't a um, significant uh, and long-standing politician, popular one at that uh, in the Auckland region, but it's clear that she uh, represents the interests of those who are... Um, connected to or uh, live within the ambit of the Remuera Golf Club. And uh, that lease uh, cannot be broken until 2091. Effectively, it entrenches a private claim on public land. Uh, however, the Chamberlain Golf Course and the Waitamata Golf Course, the Chamberlain one is uh, uh, on the motorway going out to the airport, um, just past Western Springs. That is a prime candidate. Then you also have the Waitamata and the Takapuna golf courses uh, on the Takapuna Peninsula, uh, in and around Takapuna and Devonport, which would be uh, other candidates. And also there's one out at Waitakere's, which um, could be used. There are also a few in Wellington that uh, might uh, be candidates for this. Uh, the Burrampur Golf Club. Uh, which is quite close to town, and of course the golf club, which is right next to the airport on the Miramar Peninsula. So there are plenty of candidates here uh, for councils short of money but who want to improve housing supply. Um, And this, of course, is all about removing effectively a public subsidy for specific groups of private individuals. Particularly now that land values have risen so much, the effective subsidy is now very large. Uh, at least on 2018 figures, around $500 per round for those 13 courses in Auckland. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was my daily podcast. Opened up for all uh, today uh, because of the public interest involved. Just for those who are, are occasional listeners to the podcast and occasionally see the email newsletter, I write the Kaka daily It's aimed at paying subscribers who support my public interest journalism on housing affordability, climate change, 
and child poverty action. And uh, sometimes when I do articles that are of, are of particular public interest, uh, I open them up to the public after requests from subscribers. Um, and those subscribers uh, I'm incredibly grateful for, for their support, because it allows me to do this public interest journalism and uh, report more widely and make sure that the work is, is heard more widely. Ka kite anō.